Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. As we spend more and more time at home, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has tips on ways to save. Visit comed.com forward slash home savings. Been doing any uh, working out, Melissa? Um, I was, and then I haven't, um, like the last four days, but I'm yeah. kind of waiting for the weather to really change oh, yeah. so you can get out. And... That's what I like to do. I, I blame my not working out on the weather. I know, but I, sure. don't, yep. I don't like working yeah. out in the house. Yeah. It's hard to get motivated. Uh, they came out with yesterday the workout that, uh, Britney Spears and her boyfriend are doing in quarantine. Oh, that's gotta oh. be creepy. Yeah. They have a routine that they do. And now uh, I was looking through it. He's 26. She's 38. She looks great, though. Looks great. You get four sets of 15 reps each of the following, okay? Okay. Four sets, 15 reps each. That would be 60 of them total. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mountain climbers on a BOSU ball. Oh. Front raises with light dumbbells. Lat- which is, I believe, what uh, she calls her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Lateral raises. Planks yeah. to a push-up. Oh. Shoulder taps from push-up positions. Oh, I hate that. It hurts my wrist. Bosu ball push-ups. A lot of push-ups. Squat jumps. And the one that throws me, they wrap it up with jumping jacks. Mm, yeah. Jumping jacks. Now, I see all, you know, the the first seven or eight. I'm like, oh, those are those are good, solid. You hit the gym. You see people around the gym with trainers, that kind of thing, working all yeah. this kind of stuff. You don't run into a lot of jumping jacks anymore. Really? You do occasionally, but it's not usually part of the routine. Mm-hmm. So it made me, as I was reading this, wonder, first of all, do we have any fitness trainers or fitness fanatics listening? Because I'm wondering, do jumping jacks really do anything? Oh, okay. I mean, do they really yeah. have any intrinsic value? Uh, Britney Spears does a grand total of 60 jumping jacks a day. Right. Is that doing anything other than making her look ridiculous? I, mm. I've... I just saw a YouTube video because I do my workouts on YouTube now. Right, yeah. And this trainer took the time after my workout to explain what a good jumping jack was and what a bad jumping jack was and how you could do them right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I skipped that video, but I think that there there might be professionals out there that can answer that question. I like oh! it. I saw they did this video. So there is an I answer. I didn't see it. Uh, <laughs> back to you, Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was very specific. They did and I didn't this have whole time. video you know? about jumping jacks, and I was during my yeah. workout. I did not see it. Back to you. Yeah. yeah. I think it's early enough. You're going to get plenty of people that will be able to answer this question for you. Don? How are we doing? Uh, great. Are uh, you a, a fitness trainer or just a workout fanatic? I did fitness training for many years. Oh, I stopped about four years ago. Great. Me too. Uh, still do it, uh, you know, yep. as much as I can. I understand. Uh, uh, more, more to put my kids into it than anything. Oh, that's perfect. Oh. Uh, jumping jacks, Don, really, honestly, jumping jacks, is, is, is they do anything? <laughs> yeah, they do, actually. It, it, it's a lot, of, it's a lot of times what it happens is, is you can either raise your heart rate or for a cool down, you can do it at a and it'll bring your heart rate down uh-huh. so it's not a complete stop. Gotcha. All right, so it's more of a cardio element than any other type of thing. That's exactly what it's for. Uh, cardio, maybe just a, d- a dash of flexibility. Now, Violetta had said she'd seen a video about the right way to do a jumping jack and a wrong way. I, I didn't know anybody could screw up a jumping jack. Do you see that very often? Uh, yeah, I've coached uh, youth uh, football, and it's amazing. The coordination is not there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? What do they it's, do it's wrong? It's actually like horrible because, well, the hands go up, the feet are together, then the hands go out, oh. and the feet are apart. Oh, yeah. It's They're off completely, beat. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. Wrong feet, and her, 
There's no coordination, and counting together is horrible with right. the two. So. Right. Wow. Wow. So that's what you would have got to see in your video. You should have watched it. That would have been pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> something about, like, flailing around. Like, you yeah. still got to keep a tight core, maybe, or something? Exactly. You're tightening your midsection as you're doing it, which gotcha. is, it, gotcha. you know, and you're warming up your muscles throughout it all. All right. All right. Uh, thank you, Don. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You guys do. Thanks. All right. Uh, so there is some uh, value there. Who knew? Time for the results on the Eric in the Morning list. Bring the pain, as they say. Bring the pain. You'd be surprised how much this hurts. Brian May, the guitarist from Queen, revealed uh, that he's, well, you know, he's 80, 90. He might be 90. <laughs> yeah. He was out gardening, tending to the tomatoes, blew out his butt muscle. That's bizarre. That's the worst. Can't even move. Who knew? Yeah. 312-233-1019. You're talking pain, Brian. Uh, hand, foot, and mouth disease as an adult. Hand, foot, and mouth. Wow. That hurts, huh? That was very painful. I could not walk. I could not move my hands, and I felt like I was on fire. Wow. You're kidding me. I thought mostly young children got that. My daughter brought it home from daycare. Yeah. Oh, well, it's time what? for her to hit the road then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Going to have to hit the road, champ. Done with you. Uh, hold on. 312-233-1019. Dora, you'd be surprised how much it hurts. I scratched my eyeball, and it hurt for years and years. Years and years. That is so true. That that is absolutely the worst pain. Was your eye, like, glued shut for a couple weeks? It was, no, they had to put a a contact bandage on it. Oh, Oh, you didn't get a cool, like, pirate uh, look? You didn't go pirate with the, you know, the patch? Do you you remember remember when that happened to me here, and I had to wear that patch over my eye? Oh, that's right. We were calling you Stumpy the Pirate for like a week. Yeah, I actually it with a paper towel in the bathroom. It was, that was probably the worst pain I was ever in in memory. It is absolutely the worst. It's much worse, Frank. Tell them. You have a pimple on the inside of your ear. Oh, oh God. Those are fun to find out. Li- pain. Oh. I, li- I literally touched it, and the tears started flowing. Oh, that's oh, the pimple. Oh, my God. Pain. That Agonizing pain. In at number three, you want to feel the pain, Mike. May have smashed my finger in a golf ball pop-up at the driving range. Oh, trying, no. trying to get it out. Wait a minute. So, oh, so you had your finger in there trying to clean it out. We're talking about the it. pop-up golf ball people if you just tuned in. <laughs> yeah, right. And then it fired up and got you? It fired up and smashed my finger and built the pressure underneath the nail. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. You want to talk nail in at number two, Angie. Most pain ever. I stepped on a nail and it went straight through the sole of my foot. Oh, oh my God. Does that give you lockjaw? Uh. Uh, no, I went and got the tetanus shot yeah. right away. Oh, you're thinking because uh, you're getting an infection there? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. The tetanus um, shot, I, I'm afraid of that, too. I just got one. Did you? Congratulations. And finally, in at number one, Brian, you want to talk pain. Yeah, I uh, was going to get a basketball as a kid, and I jumped one of those six-foot wooden fences, and my leg got tailed by a piece of rebarb on the other side. Oh, wow. We have an impalement. That's our first impalement, I think. Oh, my. I can't even imagine. How deep did it go? Uh, Again, if you're tuning in, we're just talking about the impalement (laughs) on the rebar. Right. Go ahead, Brian. I'd say it went in about an inch. It was New Year's Eve. We were outside playing with one of my friends, and oh, my God, the pain was terrible. I had to get rushed to the hospital. I had to get stitches. I had to get a tetanus shot. It was awful. Oh, man. How's, uh, How's the leg now? 
Oh, it's great now. Yeah. You're going to run like an Olympian now, can't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Stay at home order. Bring it on. Give me more. Give me more. You're like, I hope the governor holds this till like 2027. Yeah. Oh, God. Never you know. love being at home. Can't get enough of it. Hi, Michelle. Hi, good morning. Uh, good morning. So you are uh, loving the stay-at-home order and don't want it to change. It sounds crazy and probably everyone's going to hate me, but yes, I love it. Uh, what about it do you love specifically? Um, I'm not stuck in traffic. I actually get things done here in the house. Mm-hmm. I am able to work, be done with my hours, and then just be able to do something else. Gotcha. Um, I'm baking. I'm, I'm getting... Baking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm baking. <laughs> yeah, like this. I get to exercise. It's not been, um, it's not been bad. It's baking Thankfully. and exercising. Michelle, Michelle, how old are you? 34. Uh, now, do all of your uh, 30-something friends feel the same way, or are you left all alone on this island? I'm left alone, but at the same time, we get to drink, so and I don't that? have to worry about driving. So. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I do think we've been spoiled with the no traffic. Like, when it comes yeah. back, it's going to be a reality check. In an interesting twist, uh, her saying that, uh, my buddy who's the ER doc, yeah. who has told he's told me, you know, the ER visits are way, way, way down. Yeah. Right. Way down. Right. Because he's like... Nobody's uh, going out and doing stupid stuff. Right. Exactly uh, nobody's, right. you know, uh, driving their car into a telephone pole. Mm. A different uh, pace. Right. Nobody's getting hurt at work, sticking their hand in a press or anything like that because mm-hmm. nobody's working. Mm-hmm. All these things, I guess that's one upside you can look at it, right? Surely. Sure. Uh, Amanda, the stay-at-home order, you would love another couple of months of it. You're loving it. I'm okay with it because, and I'm going to tell you why this sounds really weird, mm-hmm. I do get to go to work every day, so, and I, it's abbreviated. They have a great schedule. They shorten my day. Right. So that's a good thing. And then I have teenagers, and they're always out with their friends. So now that they can't go anywhere, they're home with me, and I get to spend more time with them. And you haven't gotten sick of them yet? Well, it depends on the day. Some right. days when they start their arguing and they're fighting, I'm like, just go somewhere. But other right. than that, I mean, yeah, you know, right. it's valuable time. You don't get with your teenagers very often. So. Yeah. yeah, and uh, your teenagers are like, go somewhere. Where? The yard? I've never seen the yard before. <laughs> what is the yard? Get to know it. Uh-huh. You love it, Matthew. You want to stay at home even more. Oh, definitely, but I'm just like the the last caller there that uh, I'm an essential worker, so I get to go to work. Right. And there's only one or two of us here, mm-hmm. and it's it's peaceful, no traffic. Oh, I can yeah. get. It is so it's, peaceful here. Let me yeah. tell you, Matthew, it's so peaceful. Right <laughs> Eric, no I, emails, I, I, no texts. <laughs> well, I do get emails and texts, yeah. but. I don't have to put up with, you know, the, the bickering like uh, Violetta and... Yeah, oh, tell me about it. Wow, Matthew, right. you're preaching to the choir. The, the two of them catfighting. It is unbelievable. Oh. Catfighting. Stop it's it. Crazy. It's crazy. You enjoy it. Hi, Tim. Hey, how's it going today? Uh, you enjoy the stay at home, even though it doesn't sound like you're at home. No, again, I'm another one at work that's just working in construction and... The expressways are just wide open. In That's the, morning, the best part. Big, yeah, yeah, big factor. wide open. Right. It's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, thinking, man, can I can get wherever I want, whenever I want, however I want, because nobody's out doing anything, right, Matthew? Exactly. I mean, Tim. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Matthew was pretty. Sorry, Tim. That's, uh, that's on me. I'm trying to I'm just trying to step between Violetta and Melissa. <laughs> Send him a text. He likes that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Couples are turning to mini monies to salvage their wedding plans during the coronavirus. Wedding's been put on hold. Wedding has been canceled. Wedding had, needs to be rescheduled maybe till next year. You're not waiting to get married. Mini money time. Anne. Hi. Hi. You're having a mini money? Yes, in August, August 7th. Had you originally intended to have the wedding on that day? The full wedding, no. like a big one? No, we actually planned it on May 16th, 160 people, and we had to postpone. 
And uh, now with everything being so up in the air and we might not even be able to have 150 mm-hmm. people, we just are keeping the August 7th and canceling with the venue and having just immediate families, so about 10 people. About so. 10 mm-hmm. people at your mini money. Yeah. Yep. How do you All feel right. about it? Um, uh, I mean, I'm... Well, this Saturday was the original date, so I'm going to be kind of sad coming up to that date. But, um, I mean, the most important people are going to be there, so I'm trying to make the best of it. That's, yeah. a, that's a great attitude to have. Yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. Hi yeah. there, Victoria. Hi. Hi, Minnie Money. Yeah, um, we're actually getting married in 10 days. 10 days. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, we're going to... It's like just our immediate family. We're going to the church. Um, this May 23rd It was our original date. So we're keeping it. Uh, and then we rescheduled with our venue and all of our vendors for next year, the same weekend. Gotcha. So well, it'll be like our good. year anniversary. Oh, that's, that's oh. kind of an interesting twist or angle to put on it. Yeah. Now, uh, Victoria, how old yeah. are you? I'm 25. 25. Okay. As a 25-year-old, uh, have you spent your whole life dreaming of a wedding? And then this happens and it's changed your whole outlook or perspective? Um... Honestly, not really. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I mean, I haven't, I never really, like, really thought or dreamed of a wedding until I actually met my fiance. Gotcha. Um, so, kind of cliche, but. No, that's nice. Um, I mean, I kind of like, I mean, I was kind of a little nervous about having so many people there and stuff, ah. anyway. So now I get mm-hmm. to just, like, celebrate with my immediate family. Right. And it's Pressure's just, off. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have, like, a. A little dinner after, so it's going to be great. That's nice. That's nice. Okay. That's nice. Hi there. Let's get a man's perspective. Anthony, mini-money? Yes, possibly in October. Okay. All right. Yeah, with, you know, gatherings of not, of possibly not up to 50 people, right? I don't right. want right. to, I'm supposed to only pick 50 people out of my family to come. Right. Yeah, you don't need any of hers there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's fine. And I, don't want everyone, and I don't want everyone wearing masks, too, yeah. um, if I do have it, because then you look back on those wedding pictures, and that would just be a depressing wedding album. Not when, a uh, when was the wedding originally supposed to be? October 3rd. Uh, so you're going to kind of keep the same time, but just do the mini-money? Yeah, I figured might as well just get married in the church, maybe with uh, parents and siblings, and then hold the big uh, celebration the next year, possibly. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Now, how old are you, Anthony? 26. All right, so as a 26-year-old man, have you uh, dreamed your whole life of a wedding and this has changed that perspective, or, or like the previous caller, uh, not really? haven't dreamed my whole life of a wedding, but, you know, for the last year and a half, I've been really planning it, so it's kind of different. you got to get used to the idea of it now. Right. I always wonder, though, if you do the the mini, what do you call it, a mini-money? Yeah, like matrimony, Min- but mini-money. Matrimony, mini-money. mini-money. Yeah. Do, I wonder if some people are just then having the party to celebrate, or if they'll have like a sort of like a fake stand-in ceremony part two, where they'll do that over again just so that you have it. Will you yeah, do that? My, uh, yes, yes, we will, I think. Okay. Um, my brother actually did that because he's in the military and got married in a courthouse, and then they had the whole uh, celebration the next year with the uh, whole wedding in the church again. Right. In a way, your family kind of has a model to follow on this, sort of. Exactly. I've seen it before. Okay. And the important thing is you're locking her down. You're marrying her. That is the important thing. Congratulations, Anthony. Uh, last hour, we were determining who is really enjoying staying at home because uh, I'm on my final nerve. <laughs> I don't have any left. I have got something has got to give. Right. You and a lot of people. Yeah. And Whippy loves it.
Yeah, well, I, like, Sam, I, yeah, give me another 54. Okay, personally, there I don't mind it for myself. I don't like what's uh, resulting from it, though. So where are we heading in all this? Where does the situation currently stand? What optimism can we grab? Are there drugs on the horizon that can help us with the COVID-19 crisis? We are joined now by our good friend, Dr. Kevin Most, the chief medical officer with Northwestern Medicine Central DuPage Hospital. Dr. Most, how are you? Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, great. Thanks for joining us again. Boy, a lot's been going on since the last time we talked, huh? Isn't it amazing, Eric, how the story changes? Like, uh, I, I say something on one day, and I'm turning around telling my doctors, hey, by the way, what I told you yesterday is wrong. So wow, it's a, it's a fluid motion, that's for sure. Everybody keeps talking about the number of tests. I think yesterday, what was it, 29,000 tests in a day? And it, that's the reason we're getting more positive results? Is that true? Yeah, you know, so people saw that big bump and they're like, oh my gosh, is this the second wave we've talked about? Are we, should we be concerned? And really, it, it's not so much that concern. The concern should be we're identifying more people, which is great because we're doing more tests. And kind of remember, the vast majority of these people who are being tested are somewhat healthy. They're, they might have some mild or moderate symptoms, but they're going to a drive through test to be tested. So this isn't the individuals who are in the hospital. So not to minimize, obviously, the impact of COVID-19, but when you, when you say something like that or we witness something like that and realize many, many, many more people probably have it than, than we thought, does, mm-hmm. does that, should that ease our, our fears a little bit that it's not as deadly as people once thought? Well, you know, we, we know that it's really not as deadly as, you know, a lot of the stories that come out. In other words, we know the population that is going to get this and have a difficult time with that are those over the age of 65 or 70 or with underlying medical conditions. What we're really starting to see now is that these 4,000 positive tests yesterday, there is a lot of this out in the community still. So making sure that those individuals who tested positive, hey, stay away from that vulnerable person. Stay away from your grandma. Stay away from your neighbor who's having chemotherapy because you still are positive. So we need more of that contact tracing to slow this down a little bit as we're starting to see how many cases are actually out there. Uh, as you encounter people, and I do as well, that uh, that are getting tested and actually hoping that they've already gone through it and didn't even realize it and have the antibodies and can reassimilate into society, is there any optimism that that could be the case that could help us move forward with everything? Absolutely. That's probably our biggest, you know, optimistic look right now is, you know, uh, because all we're hearing now is here's the number of cases, here's the number of deaths. But boy, once we really get antibody testing up and running full bore, a lot of people are going to say, you know what, I didn't realize I even had it. And you're going to start to see a lot of people that had it didn't even know they had it. And now we just hope that that um, that positive antibody test also leads to immunity in the future so that we we can have less of a concern of a big fall relapse. There are a lot of places you can get antibody tests, apparently, and you see even advertisements for it. Governor Pritzker, I know a couple of guys that did it. I was by playing golf with. The, oh, I thought you were going to say like in their garage. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you can? I didn't even know you could do this. Well, yeah. yeah, but Governor Pritzker has come out and said like from that podium, hey, you know, there's a lot of false positives, false negatives. We really can't trust that at this point. Do you agree with that? And is that the general consensus in the medical world? Yeah, Whip. You know, unfortunately, there were a lot of individuals who took advantage of this and, and a bunch of the tests that came out mainly coming actually from China, were not really good and not really accurate. 
you know, we Northwestern have taken more of a conservative stand and say, hey, we wanted to wait until we knew that there was an FDA-approved test, someone, some test that's been validated already. So we're ready to start pushing these out now very soon. But when we put them out, we're going to put them out with all the confidence that the test has a very high sensitivity and specificity. In other words, it's extremely accurate. Oh, good. So, yeah. yeah. So our, our concern was how many people are out there that had a test that may not have been accurate, and now they're thinking that they have a result either one way or the other. Now, uh, we also heard yesterday about remdesivir arriving in Illinois. Are you optimistic that this will be a treatment that we can all at some point take and start to look forward to to move our lives forward? Yeah, Eric, you know, the remdesivir story is very interesting. Gilead, the company that made it, you know, when we were doing the initial study, and again, we participated in it, University of Chicago, Rush, a lot of hospitals participated in the study, our fingers were crossed that it would work because it had already failed on Ebola. Gilead was nice enough to say, you know what, we're going to roll the dice. We're going to make a million or 1.5 million doses even before the study results were out. They could have had to throw those away. So what they did is, boy, when the study came out, it was great, but now you go, how do we distribute this? Well, they were smart enough to say, you know what, we're not going to get into the politics of distributing it. We're going to give you, United States, here's 40% of our doses. Federal government, HHS, said, okay, we're going to distribute it, which did not go well, and now it's at least been pushed to the state level. In Illinois, did we get a decent amount? Yeah, we got an okay amount. Um, 90% of those doses are going to be in the Chicago metro area, which is great. Mm-hmm. The downside is only 10 hospitals got it out of the, you know, what, mm-hmm. 100 and right. 200 hospitals up in this area. I have a text here from a 6301. Companies and business check everyone's temperatures. What is the acceptable range? What would you fail the test? And what happens with people who naturally have low fevers due to other issues? Yeah, so it's not so much the low fevers. That's the problem. You know, people that say, well, I normally run at 96. Well, you're going to come in at 98. Are you, do you actually have a fever? Those are, the pace, those are the individuals that we're not going to be able to sort out. And again, remember, the reason that we're taking this is it's one sign or symptom of complete illness, not just COVID. You can have strep throat. You can have influenza. You can have a lot of reasons that cause fever. And keeping the sick individual out of that workplace will be good for all our health, not just COVID. So that's why we're going to start to see more and more monitoring of temperatures just to keep those sick individuals out of the workplace. And I'm assuming you're seeing a lot less uh, strep throat and influenza going around right now as well, correct? <laughs> Melissa, it's interesting. When we, when we shelter at home, we seem to not share other illnesses as well. So you're <laughs> absolutely right. We saw the cases of influenza plummet as we went to shelter at home. We're not putting these kids with strep throat all together and where they're sharing juice boxes and sharing lunches. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, we have seen those decrease as well, which is is good. And family therapy has skyrocketed. Uh, Why is there so much emphasis on testing? What if you get tested negative, then go to a store the next day and pick up the virus there? What was the point of the testing? Wouldn't everyone need to be tested every day? Yeah, that's one of our struggles, Eric, is the, and whether we use the word chaos or whether we use unorganized, we're trying to test as many people as we can. But the big thing about a test is if you are positive, we need to contact Trace and say, all right, who have you been in exposure to and make sure that they stay out because we're trying to protect that vulnerable population. Those of you who test negative, absolutely. You go out the next day, you can, you can be exposed and turn positive, uh, especially when we're starting to see the numbers of asymptomatic people that are out there. So that reassurance of a negative test is good for a snapshot. 
the real reason we're testing is get that positive person who may not have mild or moderate or no symptoms whatsoever and isolate them so they're not spreading it more. Uh, let's uh, talk about living life here a little bit. It's uh, you know sunny, 66 today, and people are starting to look forward to next week, getting into the 70s and the 80s and wanting to re- resume some level of activity. And you know the governor each day comes forward, doesn't give much uh, hope or or thought that uh, give us a thought that it might be the case. Do you see now since the last time we talked? Is there is there any chance for concerts to show up later in the summer? Is there any chance for any type of gatherings to show up? Are you still holding that down a little? You know, I think last time, as soon as you asked the question, I said no. Right. So at least I think this time I'll wait a couple seconds and say no. Okay. Um, <laughs> progress. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I do think you're not going to see us get to the. The phase five of the governor's plan here for quite some time. So I, I do think that the summer concerts and the the big summer festivals are going to be either very, very, very controlled or minimized or or canceled. I'm getting a lot of people that have been emailing and talking about too, and this will speak obviously directly to you as Governor Pritzker makes his decisions every day and talks to the uh, public every day. He always talks about following the science and following the medicine, and now the argument's coming. Well. You can follow the science and the medicine, but you have to let the reality of life start to work its way in somewhere soon. Do you agree with that? Do you disagree with that? Do you think there is a happy medium that we should all be seeking, or do you think we should continue to just follow the medical science? No, I think there's a happy medium here. I think that, you know, for us to initially stamp down on this and crush it as much as we possibly could, we do have to figure out now how we're going to ease things back to some form of normalcy. And we we've take, we should be have taken this opportunity to say, okay, if I'm going to open my new business, here is how I'm going to protect people. So hopefully we are going to start to head into some form of normalcy. And especially when you look at the state and you look downstate where their numbers are extremely low, why Why would they be under the same restrictions that we are up here? Mm-hmm. So I, I think you'll start to see some changes, but I think you'll see some changes that are smart. You'll see the physical distancing. You'll see uh, protection being worn more often mm-hmm. when, you, when you can't physically distance. So I'm hoping that we'll start to see some changes. All right. It's a lot to think about, a lot to move forward with. We always appreciate your time, uh, Dr. Most. Uh, what are you going to do for your mom's 80th birthday today? Yeah, you know, hey, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, Mom. Yeah. You slid yeah. that one in. We're, I love it. We are going to uh, have a little cake in the driveway in Winfield. So, uh. you know, people have missed a lot of milestones. Yeah. We're trying to make them as special as we possibly can for these individuals, whether it's my mom's 88th birthday or whether it's a high school graduation. So, uh in these tough times, we should think about how we can still make it special. That's Enjoy great. the sunshine. Dr. Kevin Most, be Thanks, safe, be well. We'll talk again soon, okay? You got it. Thanks Appreciate so it. much. Dr. Kevin Most, the chief medical officer with Northwestern Medicine at Central DuPage. 72% of Americans in a new study agree that blanking is a pandemic mood booster. Uh, doing what, Amy? Good morning. Good morning. I say uh, good takeout food. Good takeouting. No, I'm sorry. Okay. No, not good takeouting. Okay, get it though. I was uh, among the guesses. What kind of blanking is a mood booster during a pandemic? Says 72 percent of Americans. Jesse, is it shopping? That is what it is right there. Oh, oh my God, that's that so blindly funny. shopping. Yeah, retail uh, therapy. Blind yeah. shopping. That is true. Do you agree with that, Jesse? Jesse? Yes. You do yes, agree. Yes, I agree. Ah. I have been shopping online. Uh-huh. What have you been buying? Anything good? Um, just clothes, yeah. stuff for the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's the uh, stay-at-home order treating you? Uh, 
kind of getting used to it now. All right. You're like, Whip, you? you're, yeah. you're starting to love it. You settle into a routine. Yeah. It's, you know, the new, new. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got the shopping now, too. 72% of Americans mm-hmm. polled agree that shopping has become a surefire mood booster during these <laughs> trying times. The hard part, though, as you learned yesterday, is when you buy something and then you go to pick it up and you're sitting outside for the curbside delivery and you call in and you ask if they're coming out. And they say, we're getting there. It's cray-cray in here. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Slow your roll. that right. happen to me? Yeah, I know. You weren't cray, expecting cray. the cray-cray. I was like, well, I'm the only car out here, <laughs> and there's nobody in there. Oh, my God. So I, I'm a little lost on the cray-cray, and I'm a little uneasy that you're using the term cray-cray. <laughs> uh, respondents admitted to dropping about 18% on retail therapy each month amid the coronavirus cr- uh, crisis above what they usually do, about 18% above. Spending about one hundred eighty-three dollars on impulse buys. Wow! You impulse buy anything, Violetta? No, I don't really like online shopping. What I do is I just put things in my cart and I never check out, uh, and then hopefully I forget about it, so I don't plan. spend the money. Um, but I get more satisfaction of like being in the store and touching the clothes or the furniture no, or the it's stuff. Not happening any- well, I guess it might happen sometime soon. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I guess I'm old school. Is that yeah. stage three or four? I can't even remember. Uh, I don't even know what stage. <laughs> is. Yeah. So it's, you know, stage, Our heads are spinning. Stage yeah. three, subset B. Uh, I think it's stage F, three. Uh, I think it's stage know. three. Bars and restaurants are four. <laughs> so. yeah. 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 Alyssa, yeah. you're doing impulse buying online Um, with all of this just to pass the time out of sheer boredom yeah i even did a melissa moment about it i bought one of those um ridiculous uh lights that you can like clip to something to do videos that make you look good in light yeah the circle (laughs) ring (laughs) you you bought one of those (laughs) yeah i bought Uh, some vitamins i forgot what they were supposed to do to make you feel uh, good or something how's that light working for your melissa moments (laughs) you look like a rock star you I haven't keep used forget, it. Forgetting well, about can't it. wait to see those. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Our tour of the greater Chicagoland area and some of these great local restaurants. You ready for today's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today, lunch takes us to the Stray Hen Cafe on South York Street in Elmhurst. Okay. Right. We're going west. Elmhurst, really easy to get to from everywhere, too. Absolutely. It, it really is. Yep. The Stray Hen Cafe on South York Street in Elmhurst. We have the owner, George. On hold and ready to talk. Hi, George. Hey, Eric. How you doing? Uh, great. How is uh, your morning going at the Stray Hen Cafe? You know, so far so good. You know, we're just plugging along here. Tough month for you the past month? You know, it's been difficult times. Definitely different. Uh, but we've been having great local support from our community, so that's greatly appreciated, but definitely different. Uh, now, the Stray Hen Cafe on South York, what do you, what do you guys specialize in? What are you all about? We're a trendy breakfast brunch place, so we have great, you know, trendier French toast, like our apple churros, French toast, mm. avocado toast, to chilaquiles, which are amazing, omelets and skillets. I mean, there's a great variety for everything and for everyone. You know, I'm a breakfast guy, too. Yeah, you I sure are. And I, I love going out for breakfast on the weekends, so the second this uh, this stay-at-home ends, George, I'm going to come to Strahan Cafe because oh, you're just I up the road for it. me. Uh, and you know today and we just for, opened and we just opened in Lincoln Park this past Monday too. So we have oh, a couple wow. locations. That's wow! Cool. Good for you. That's excellent. Where in Lincoln Park are you? On twenty four twenty three North Clark Street. Oh, excellent! All right, so you're in Elmhurst uh, today, and uh, available for the lunch hour today. Do you find that a lot of people like to do breakfast foods at lunch, or do you have brunch foods as well? We do, and we have great salads, guys. I mean, you should go on our website and check out our salads. You'll love them. So we have a great lunch uh, variety as well. But I'm a breakfast guy all day, Eric, like you, so I will eat breakfast any time of day. But we definitely have a great lunch menu as well. Uh, their website is strayhencafe.com, and you can also text the word, as always, 
takeout to 60123. And what happens is you'll get a link for Strahan Cafe. You can order that way. You can order online, check out the menu, and then head to Strahan Cafe today for your lunch. We would love to get you all lined up. Are they able to line up for curbside delivery on South York? Absolutely. Okay. You have a staff ready to go there today? Absolutely. We're ready for you guys. All right. Uh, We're going to have the mixed road crew out there, as always. Uh, from 11 a.m. till 1 p.m., it is a beautiful midweek Wednesday. So think about it this way. You're carving your week in half. You're carving your day in half. You're helping a great local business on a beautiful weather day. Mm-hmm. There is no downside. None. No, absolutely not. Right. We really uh, need to help. Yeah, we need to help you guys. This is just such a struggling time for so many people, restaurants in particular. We definitely want to be there for you. We want all the listeners to help you out, too. Now, uh, Violetta, each and every one of our restaurants, I know that while we talk, you uh, go through their menu and select your item. Have you picked one? I do. So at first I couldn't find it because I thought you were saying Strahan, like Michael Strahan. Uh, no, Strahan. <laughs> yeah. Strahan. Okay. So then I found it because I text... Uh, uh, take out to 60123. Perfect. And their menu looks really, really good. Your pancakes are like all dressed up. You have a bunch of like maple syrup and chocolate and walnuts and bananas all over it. And it looks like crispy bacon, which is important. Absolutely. Our maple bacon. We also have Reese's peanut butter ca- uh, pancakes. Oh. We have a variety of. Oh my yeah, God. I know. I think that's the picture special. I see. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, wait, hold on. Reese's peanut butter pancakes? Yes. <laughs> I'm coming there wow. for dessert. Wow. All right, so today, between 11 and 1, the Mixer Road crew will be there. We would love for you to stop out to Stray Hen Cafe on South York Street, 105 South York Street in Elmhurst. You can stop out. We'll, uh, we'll be taking pictures, yeah. taking video, posting it to all our social media sites. We would love for nothing more than to have a whole bunch of cars lined up on South York Street outside Stray Hen. Picking up your curbside pickup with George and his whole staff there. George, thank you for your time. Good luck with all you're doing. I will be there at some point. I promise you that. Thank you, guys. You're the oh, best. Great. All right. Thank you. That's George, the owner yeah. of Stray Hen Cafe in Elmhurst. Try to bear with me through all this, okay? Because my emails are exploding. They have been for two days. This is something we addressed a couple of days ago, but uh, we'll, we'll do it again for those of you that missed it. Because there's all sorts of questions about everything that's going on. Uh, hey, Eric, uh, what happened to Mel D? What exactly is Melissa's job? She used to do traffic, uh, but Via Letter was hired, and now it's her job. Whip does the news, and what is Melissa? I can't understand. Okay, hold on. Okay. Uh, then Jen <laughs> says, uh, hey, I've noticed Melissa's been doing traffic all week, but I never heard any explanation. Did I miss uh, something? Did Melissa get in trouble? Is she being punished? <laughs> oh. <laughs> punished. <laughs> Listening on the Alexa app yeah. from Cincinnati. Oh, thanks, Jen. Listening oh. over there in Cincinnati. Or down hey. there, I should say. Wow. Down a, over. Yeah, what a town. In Cincinnati. Uh, so, like uh, virtually every industry in America, the radio industry uh, has been hit particularly hard by the COVID-19 crisis. And uh, we are not immune to it, and we... The company held out as long as it could before making cutbacks nationwide. And every department, not just our show, but every department through the radio station, something they desperately didn't want to do and held out as long as they can. But in that time, uh, we unfortunately lost Mel D and morning show assistant Cynthia here on the mix, which has caused, obviously, us to have to reshuffle the deck a little bit and figure out how to to cover things. Obviously, we're thinking about them and wishing them the best and wishing this wasn't the circumstance, but it's the circumstance we find ourselves in. Mm-hmm. So at that point, Violetta uh, has been moved over to handling our social media during the show. Okay, so she's handling all of our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, covering all that off. Uh, and the texts that come in, 60123, all that stuff. Right, yep. So while doing that, that's a full-time responsibility in here as it is, in addition to uh, her on-air stuff. So Melissa, who used uh-huh. to do traffic, took over traffic. right. So that we can kind of balance the workload 
uh, while Swanee's trying to handle production and answer phones and Whip's doing a bunch of that. Kind of, so everybody is has been added more responsibilities. We're just doing our best. Yeah. Doing our best and adding more <laughs> responsibility. Well, during that, yeah. as I mentioned earlier today, you know, things have uh, gotten a little sideways and there were uh, texts and emails <laughs> oh and she God. says and he says and I wants what? and they wants <laughs> and they don't wants and she did and they did. Uh, to the point that I just I had to go to bed last night. Oh, I well, okay. I Melissa sent some notes. Hey, I know that Violetta's doing social, but uh, you said she was going to do trending on Twitter, but I want to do trending on Twitter because she doesn't want to do trending on Twitter. And then Violetta says, well, maybe I do want to do trending on Twitter, but I don't want to. And then Melissa said, well, then maybe Whip can just do traffic. And then Whip's like, hey, why are you dragging me into this? I have no part in this. So like, what did I do to you? Yeah, that would be punishment. And then, and then it's been going back and forth, and phones are slammed down, and tears, and cat fight broke oh. out, and it's just been a disaster. So uh, this morning, uh, Melissa did trending on Twitter, and we said, okay, well, one other thing that's uh, obviously very hot, not only just because of the pandemic, but in general, is TikTok, and Violetta loves her TikTok. Oh, yeah. Mm. So we thought, okay, why not feature each day Violetta's hot talk? And you get to, you all right? Yes, I'm just preparing. Okay. Uh, You get to uh, feature whatever you feel is that day's or that morning's most interesting TikTok video. Just one? Just one. Oh, I thought we were doing a compilation. Okay. I will get uh, you know just what? one. I honestly don't care. No, I, no. I, I think I did I'm going to be honest with you. you. I'm, I'm barely going to be listening because I'm just, I'm just going to. You're I'm exhausted. Just, I get it. I, I've, I've had to referee so much in no, the past. Yeah. I, okay. So um, I thought it was just going to be like 15 seconds of say say as much as you can in those 15 seconds. But I will do one because I got a couple here and I'll just pick pick my favorite. What yeah. were you saying? What? Well, no, I think at some point I, I it might have been me that made the joke that you oh, should condense the entire app down to 15 seconds. I was only kidding on that. Why don't we just let you decide what you want to do with your 15 seconds? Oh, great! All right. Uh, so, Whip, you know, he does the Bachelor 30-second review. So, Violetta's going to do her 15-second hot talk <laughs> yeah. review. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, for trending on Twitter, which we do each day, uh, starting or just before the uh, 7 o'clock news, you know what that sounds like. All right, there it is right there. Uh, voice guy does that. So, I, I just called him at home. Hey, uh, hey, voice guy. I'm down here in my basement, Eric, trying to find something from today's show, and I can't find anything to use for tomorrow. I got more bad news for you. There's not going to be anything on tomorrow's show worthwhile either. So you're, you're in a bad way. Uh, so, uh, oh, voice no. guy, we need, if you could, if you could put together for tomorrow, Violetta's 15-second hot talk. Okay. Okay. Violetta's 15-second. I'm writing this down. Write it down. 15-second hot talk. Hot talk, like TikTok, hot talk. And then uh, so you you do your your, 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 uh, voice from God, voice guy, voice. And then you give us like 15 seconds of music, and then you cut it right off and go, this has been your hot talk, or whatever you want to say. right, right, right. Hey, hey, voice guy. You're so good at that stuff. Voice guy, I don't know if this will help you out, but you know, talk, that means yes in Polish. Try to work that in. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You know what? Are you just here that. to cause more problems? No, no. First it was with Violetta. You're chiming in. Now you're chiming in here on this. Are you just... Violetta, uh, or uh, voice guy, I feel like he works in odd angles sometimes, and I bet you of all people, he could somehow <laughs> make it into a piece of award-winning why genius. Did, why did it become a Polish bit all of a sudden Because uh, I don't know what yes is in Serbian, but talking Polish. Da. da. Okay. Work that in, too, voice guy. So this okay. is just a TikTok thing. It's not a uh, universal global... Uh, Kumbaya, draw us all together as a world type Doc. of thing. You just do what you need to do with it, okay? There, voice guy. Okay, can I do one for take old biddies? 
you want to do some tickle bitties, you can do that too. I love you yeah. so much. All right. So here, we're, because we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to improvise here for the very first one. Right. I'm gonna need you to do the intro right now. I'll run 15 seconds of music. I'll yell "cut" and you do the rap. Does that make sense? Okay, what is the what is the tag again? This has been your talk. You've been listening to your 15-second Violetta Hot Talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're all just okay. doing our best, It's remember? like whip out your talk, something like that. You can do that too if you want. Whip out your talk. I like that better. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. That's fine. We can do that's that. That's your TikTok. Yeah, whip out your talk. We can do that if you want. All right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, we're giving you're, you're right. giving him so many ideas now. All right. Uh, let me Are you are you ready, Violetta? Yes. Okay. I'm so excited right. slash nervous. I'm going to hit I'm going He's going to do the intro. I'm going to uh, run the music and then at 15 seconds I'll yell cut and then you close it, voice guy. You got it? Got it. Ready? Yes. Yeah, we're doing this whole thing live. <laughs> live. This, you know what it is? This is like one of those uh, like Disney shows that they tried to do live on ABC. Like oh. about a, you know, <laughs> what? Remember when they did all those actors this past uh, winter? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they tried to do a, a live show, and it was a disaster. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're in the middle of it right now. Yep. Just shows. The I'm wearing gray. My sweat's showing. <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Ready. All right, voice guy. Let her rip. This is Violetta's 15-second hot talk. Okay, so we have Show Me Your Walk, which starts with people walking to graduation music, and then music happens, and you do some crazy dance. Right now, Kevin Hart's doing it with his two large Great Dane dogs. Five seconds. Two. What? (laughs) Okay, there's also many cereal pancake things going on where you make these really, really tiny, bitty pancakes, and then you eat it like cereal. (laughs) You've been listening to Violetta's 15-second Hot talk. Whip out your talk. That's right. Okay. All right, perfect. Whip out your talk. Have him call in every day and do it. Uh, All right, so if you can have something ready to go to save me tomorrow, that'd be great. Eric, you're an idiot. Thank you. There he is right there. Hey, it's Eric, and the Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. As we spend more and more time at home, the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program has tips on ways to save. Visit comed.com forward slash home savings.